Hello and welcome to This DVT Life. I'm your host, Renee Petrie. Hey everybody, so good to be back here live. Um, have a live voice on here. I'm sorry for the scratchy throat uh, episodes along this way, but I hope that everyone's summer is going well. Either keeping cool or heating things up, whatever floats your boat. Um, I'm just about to head into the International Summer School here in New Haven, and I'm reminded of a quote from Isa. Oh snail, climb Mount Fuji, but slowly, slowly. I've been rushing around the house, getting myself ready, all my ducks in a row, and making sure that I have everything all set for the school as well. And I don't know about all of you, but I like to get things done just right. You know, Goldilocks, if you will. And sometimes that means trying to climb Mount Fuji when really I have to slow down and continue on the journey, but slowly. I mean, don't forget to look at the sights or to cruise. Similarly, I'm reminded that we're midway through our summer series, and I'm going to divert us off track a little bit. I don't know how long, but I will return exactly where we diverted, I promise. So for all of you who skip in and out of the episodes and are desperately um, connected to the progression through the summer series, jump ahead. And for those of you who love to meander or just in the mood for it, continue with me today. So let's cruise a little bit. I want to share another conversation I had a while back. It was sparked at the DVT conference in, in New York City. Bridget Wells and Gideon Zihavi had presented on something, and I'm sorry, I don't remember exactly the title of their, their presentation, but I missed that day of the conference, which was really sad to me because I was looking forward to what they were going to talk about. I was interested in what they were going to say, so I tracked them both down, and, and they both graciously agreed to let me pick their brains and check in about their thinking behind their workshop before and after and how things are set, sitting with them now. I had heard from another colleague that the term before noticing was coined in their workshop, and I think it was by Truk, one of our recent grads and a killer in the play space in all the ways that you can interpret, it, interpret that. Um, but I asked Giddy and Bridget what that meant, and here's our conversation, while well, at least simmered and digested through me. Hello, whoa, whoa, whoa. The sound reverberated back to me. Hello, whoa, whoa, whoa. It echoed again. Hello, whoa, whoa, whoa. No reply. Just my voice, bouncing back at me as I shouted into the night at the sounds that were coming from the woods. I was out camping. Well, not really, but it wasn't dark, so I'm not really sure why I was so frightened. You see, it was night, but it was in the summer in the place way up there, and it doesn't get dark. Land of the midnight sun, they call it. I was a teenager, probably 16 or maybe even 17. I was young and strange and weird and shy. Awkward, I think they call it. I called it Renee, or actually Nay, which is what most people called me then. I was at a bush party, one where we would throw pallets of wood onto a fire and, and stack them all onto each other and light them on fire. And people would drink, not me, because beer actually tasted really awful. And it turns out I was allergic. And they would tent out. I was always cruising the scene, but not in the way that you may be thinking of or the may, maybe when you use it when you're out at a club and trying to hook up with someone. But I'm, I'm using it in the way that I was outside and, and looking in. So I was sort of surveying. This position was a familiar one for me, and it still, at, it still is. 
Um, I've learned to own it, though, and not be so ashamed. Hello? The sound just kept hitting the rocks, the sand and the burning pallets, and bouncing right back into my ear canals. Whomever, or whatever was out there, wasn't answering. When I asked Giddy and Bridget about before noticing, it sparked a further conversation between themselves. They had to talk through their presentation and ask ask themselves what happened and what was their intention. Turns out, they were so curious, and probably still are, in what happens before the action and play. What goes on before noticing? They hadn't used those terms necessarily, but they wanted to explore how do we create mutuality? How do we reach someone? How do we invite play? Whoa, 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 the echo continued, and I was getting frustrated from my outside the group position. The group hooped and hollered, and I prepared for the impeding attack from the most ferocious of animals that was clearly letting me believe that they weren't there and they were about to attack. And no one was paying attention. I knew it the minute I let my guard down that I was going to die. Hello? I tried once more and nothing. Just an echo, my own voice back to me. What a waste, I thought, and turned my attention back to my then good friend drinking from a giant glass boot. It was a tradition that emerged throughout high school with my group of friends. I don't really know what it meant. When you meet someone in the play space, there are no guarantees. Since the play space, which you'll hear a little bit more about in their summer series, or you've already heard about it and jump back. Anyways, since the play space is co-created over and over and over again throughout the duration of the time and space allotted for play, this meeting occurs repeatedly in different ways, in different dimensions or on different axes. You have to put something out there and see what bounces back. What is the response? Sometimes it's not that clear. Sometimes it's as clear as day, and sometimes we say, there's nothing, there's no response. But that's not actually true. There's always something bouncing back. Oh, oh, oh. Always something reverberating off the environment and making a new shape to be delivered to your receiving systems. Ears, eyes, senses, body, etc., etc., etc. Turns out, If I were more keenly tuned into the sounds bouncing back from across the rocks, I could have heard that actually there was a slightly deeper sound to the oh, oh, oh's. It wasn't completely my voice. It's as if the environment around me was receiving my sound, my offer, my invitation, and taking whatever of it in, you know, because not everyone, environment or person or thing, takes in all that we offer, and making a return offer, with some nuanced shift embedded in it. This is what creates a transformation, by the way. And yes, our next summer series episode is about about just this. So I said, hello. The environment, my sounding board, reverberated my rhythms through it and shot back something my way, and it was different. The O's were deeper and actually belonged to my then-boyfriend, a trickster who had a few too many and was keen to scare me as a joke. He was one of my most favorite people growing up because he was so playful. His play space was so far from mine that he often caught me off guard with his offers, and I had to work through my own feelings of shame or guilt or whatever to co-create with him. 
Anyways, he scared me. I screamed and punched his shoulder, and the night went on, reverberating through the trees and rocks and burning pallets to the next receiver of the shape of the sounds of a teenage bush party in the woods. I'd like to send out so much thanks and love to Bridget and Giddy for offering their time and their thoughts about mutuality in the play space. I love the term before noticing that was generated in their workshop and this idea of sounding board and how the vibrations from it can give us so much information of how to create a play space when there doesn't seem to be one. Thank you so much, Bridget and Giddy, and I hope that you all continue the conversation. So there you have it, another episode down, and hopefully the conversation's still going strong. Feel free to give me an email at thisdvtlife at gmail.com if you have any comments, questions, or any story ideas. Don't forget to subscribe at your iTunes store. Thanks again for listening. Take care and play on.